0: Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome to The Parenting Show. I am Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I am joined with my co-host,
2: Jennifer Valentine.
1: Jen. Yeah. Your voice, it's getting better.
2: It is getting much better.
1: Yeah, but it's still not 100%.
2: They say laryngitis takes about two weeks to get over, so it's taken its toll. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it sounds, it sounds okay though. Sounds yeah, yeah, better yeah. than last week.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much better. You're like 98% there.
2: Yeah. And I'm drinking chamomile tea, so it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Good tea. Yeah. The best tea.
1: You're, but you started recently drinking coffee.
2: Yeah. I have a couple of times a week.
1: But you're, you're a tea person like a me, right? I'm granny and
2: I'm normal black tea. Did you tea. say granny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why. One day. Someday I will be a granny. You're no, so I'll be. I, we've talked about this. I'll be a glamour.
1: A glamour. That's a right. That's right. And you're a black tea kind of girl.
2: Yeah, black tea, like like English breakfast or you know, yes. red red rose. I something can't. Like and that. those
1: are the teas I stay away from.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No milk and sugar. Yeah, that's me. I
1: will. You will never catch me with milk and tea.
2: Yeah, English breakfast, orange pico, and uh, and that's it. Just usually those two. But this is chamomile is, is good when you're you know under oh. the weather or you uh have some voice Something. problems yeah oh,
1: look at you yeah so how was your march break you put someone on a plane this week yes what is
2: up with that where did georgia go she went to honduras what yeah i know she's back tomorrow Uh, Listen, all the kids were going. It's a school trip, but it's not with the school, if you know what I mean. Like a student organizes it. And I did that when I was young. I went to Fort Lauderdale. And um, I was only 17. Fort
1: Lauderdale, Honduras. Oh, God, she's
2: only 17. Okay, (laughs) when I was 17, I went to Fort Lauderdale. That is
1: awesome. And I
2: guess Honduras is the place to go now. But um, yeah, you know what? And I was okay. Georgia's really responsible. And all her friends were going. And I didn't know how I felt about it. You know, the all-inclusive club and you know, she's gone. She's having the time of her life. She is so pumped. So are you guys checking in? Oh, yeah. Every day. Oh, my gosh. Every day she calls me. I'm looking at her Instagram. Of course, she has the spam account on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. That, so that I don't one. get to see those photos, but uh, I'm trying to get my son to show me. But those two are thick as thieves. He's like, I'm not showing you. <laughs> so whatever's going on down there, you know what? She's living her life, and I really trust her. She's a responsible kid.
1: I think that, you know what? We have to, as parents, give our kids kids that little that some freedom too. You know absolutely what I mean? do we need to keep lines of communication open we need to um have good trust yes and you know what it's okay that she's going and then she or that she's there and she's doing her thing and and you may not necessarily know everything that's happening
2: that's right and what about you
1: um march break is almost done i can't tell you i'm so happy that it's almost done why
2: because the kids are back in school tomorrow
1: oh my god yes and it's just three kids trying to figure out
2: what to do make them happy five and
1: seven and i'm losing my mind listen you were the one that
2: had them
1: i know i know no one to blame but myself but because i i do have my own business i work from home I can't stop working. Right, I still need to do some stuff. But I incorporated some activities here and there. Monday was a stay home day. Yeah. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday are my work days, and then it was like, okay, let's do uh, the mall one day. Yep. Let's do some activities that a lot of like great little places like Michaels. Yeah. Um, we're throwing activities and stuff like that. Community centers, even just dropping into like chapters, mm-hmm. went to the movies um, and uh, the zoo. Yeah, we went to the zoo,
2: and you saw that little baby zebra.
1: We saw everything, Obi, and it was oh my god! Like everything, all the animals there, and the baby ones are, are the best, though. Of course, Lily was so excited about the penguins. Aww, yeah, because she's learning about penguins in school, so she was she was excited about that, and uh, and it was the last time she went. She was a baby, and Marcus has never been, so this was their first. Like, real time that Lily can remember. And obviously
2: Marcus, right? Isn't the zoo open like 365 days a year? Is. Or I, like 364? 64. I think it's closed. Yeah. Is Christmas? it Christmas? Yeah. Are they open New Year's Day? Probably, yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't they be? Yeah, so um, So that was good. Yeah.
1: That was really, really good. So, uh, But I'm really excited that they get to go back to school.
2: I remember those days. <laughs>
1: go to school. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. And everything that is good in this world... Mama loves you.
2: Go to school. <laughs> and then summer
1: happens. Jen, why? Why did you just have to bring that up?
2: Well, what did you what do you do with the kids in the summer? Do you put them in camps?
1: No. It's no. called it's called Mama Camp.
2: Mama Camp. Mama yeah.
1: Camp. No, we do a lot of stuff like um we love to hit out uh hit up outdoor pools yeah. and do a lot of day activities and trips. Yeah. Um so we have a lot of we have a lot of fun. I just find that by the time I put them in there are some camps, I won't lie. There are little camps that we may do like a few days here and a few days there, but not like a month long camp and right. definitely they've never been to a sleepover camp. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of they would probably love to go, mm-hmm. but you know, having me as their paranoid mom. <laughs> I don't know that I could I I could survive it. Right. You know. So um yeah, summer I don't want to think about it yet. We've got some time. We got some time. Yeah. Um and, um, yeah, so, and we do a lot of reading. That's what we do, too. So, we've got uh, Lily's learning to read now, and Samantha's reading, and so they love story time. So, some, you know what I mean? Turn off the TV, no iPads, Aww. and crack open a book. And one book that we recently got yes, is Mr. Dak, oh. and it's, uh, it's part of, it's the first of a series, yeah. the Honeydew series, mm-hmm. by Dana Shaba. And um, it's the cutest book ever.
2: Yeah. It brought a tear to my eye.
1: Right? It did. It's got the cutest illustrations. Um, I'm not going to give it away and tell you guys what it's about just yet. But um, I did not have a dry eye reading this book because it hit me hard. I know. And it was the cutest book. Um, So... With that said, we do have someone in the studio today. Yes, we do, and it's Dana. It's hey, the Dana. Author. Yeah.
3: Hello. So,
1: Dana, <laughs> stick around. I know we are going to introduce you to everyone. Uh, we're just going to take a quick break, and uh, and then you can tell everyone who you are, who Mr. Dak is, and uh, and we'll get into all the good stuff. So don't go anywhere because you're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: Now back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday. This is Pina of Chicmama.ca and you're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here with Jennifer Valentine, my awesome co-host.
2: Hello, Pina.
1: Jen? Yes. Did you did you flip through the book?
2: I did. I read the book. I didn't just flip through it. I looked at all the illustrations and
1: Don't you love it? Sweet. Um so with us, we've got Dana Saba and she is the author of this book, but she's also this like she's, it's pretty impressive. It's everything very she does. impressive. Um, she's a yoga instructor. Uh-huh. She's a, uh-huh. a children's book author and there's more books to come. I'm excited about that. And you're a Reiki master. I am. <laughs> so Dana, okay, like how in your world of like, um, you know, your yoga and your Reiki, were you like,
3: I'm going to start writing kids books? Not really. Um, This kind of happened on a whim after I was actually grieving myself. And um, shortly after my grandfather had passed away, we learned that my sister was pregnant with her first baby. So we were kind of in this limbo of being really excited and then kind of still going through that grieving process. And I was celebrating my first birthday without my grandfather and really missing his presence. And I was really thinking about, you know, years to come, maybe a little bit too anxious about it. And I was thinking about, you know, how am I supposed to tell my nephew and my one-day children about this incredible human being that was in my life and who really taught me things like unconditional love and humor and all, you know, all the essentials. And... (laughs) you know, to go into detail, uh, I was actually, you know, in the shower thinking about it's my, it's my thinking place, the shower. And I started to think about all of these things that I loved about him or that really made me um, just happy and just really helped me deal with my grief and... So I started writing this, I got out of the shower, started writing it on my computer. And I'm like, okay, what, what am I going to do with this now? I don't know, just a nice little poem. Okay. <laughs> so I thought about it and I, and I, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to make one copy and I'll give it to myself, I'll gift it to my sister. Called up my friend. I asked them just to do maybe one illustration. And then I really started to think about it and I needed to bounce these ideas off of someone. So mm-hmm. I called my mom. I said, mom you can't tell anybody. Don't, don't say a word of this. She said, okay. I said, I think I want to write a children's book. And she was like, okay, it's really out of nowhere. Out of the field. Yeah. Cause you know, it wasn't, I was in school for design. I was studying at OCAD at the time. So I was really, you know, in this mindset of being creative. Uh, I was doing my thesis at the time. So a friend and I, we started working on it. Donnie Malosh, who did all the all The, the illustrations. illustrations are amazing. He's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Truly. Um, so he really saw my vision. We were just, I was sending him photos and telling him the story, you know. And he really helped me bring this to life. And I really wanted to gift it to my sister when my nephew was born. But it just so happened that the first copy was printed on April 7th. And her birthday is April 8th. So I got one copy printed. I put it in this little backpack, this little Herschel baby backpack with a bunch of other baby books. And she was like, what? why are you giving me this on my birthday? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it's nice from for yeah. Pierce, yeah, my yeah. nephew. But I said, you know what? Quit it. Just go through it and just look. I put it at the very back. She pulled it out. She started reading it. And she's like, oh, this is, this is cute. She Did didn't you, get it? No. She didn't she, know. Because no. your grandfather, this is named after your grandfather. Yeah. Though. She was like, Did you print this on one of those sites? I was like, oh, Are that's you hilarious. crazy? Yeah. <laughs> She's, I said, No, read it. And she started to read I have it all on, on video. And she was just beside herself. But like, oh my God. Yeah. Just tears. And she was like, you have You have to publish this. You have to self publish this. So, and then I really thought, Okay. You know, if this came to me and this was, something that I was dealing with and my my grief there's somebody has to be out there that's that's thinking the same way you know I grew up and I always I was terrified of losing people that I loved but especially my grandparents I just I had I have this bond or I had this bond with them and I was so you know that day it was always just dreaded so I I really wanted to take this. This is kind of like a piece of my inner child, which is where, you know, reiki and the spiritual aspect comes in, you know, dealing with your inner child. And I thought, you know, if if there was a foundation for me to be really open just explore this topic. It's not so taboo or um you know, hard to deal with. It's more of just an understanding. It's a part yeah. of yeah. life, you know.
1: And it's like, I lost my dad and I'm very like, I I talk about him all the time on social media and, uh, and to my kids, Jen, you lost both your parents.
2: Yeah. I lost my mom when I was a teenager, but Mm -hmm. I lost my dad six years ago now. My kids were so young, like 11 and 12. And it was a very hard thing to tell them what was going on and they didn't quite understand. And then, um, and then you have to tell them that it's happened and, you know. There was a lot of grief it was it was really tough but reading this book i think anybody can relate to this whether it's their grandfather right. oh, yeah whether it's their father and i'm like do they all fart, <laughs> yeah, they, they my all gosh. fart? you'll you'll all know because. what we're talking about I, like i mean i just read that part and laughed and i went ah you know what all granddads all grandpas fart, fart. Yeah. there is like i
1: think it's it's a, my favorite page and it Me says too. even though he had the stinkiest farts and the illustration is awesome because mr Dak and your grandfather was Dak Saba yeah right um He's a turtle in the book and but he looks exactly like he does. He does, he really does. <laughs> you no, know? and he's just got this cloud coming out of his butt.
2: <laughs> Even though he has a special place in our hearts. Right? Yeah, right. Um anyways, we And he's are... laughing as he's farting. <laughs> it's the best. That really
3: illustrates <laughs> it's him. It's the best. You know? <laughs> um
2: we're gonna go
1: deeper into the conversation. We're just gonna take a quick break, so don't go anywhere, especially if um you've lost someone and you don't know how to talk to your kids about it. We are going to get into it. This is The Parenting Show, right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
0: You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640
1: Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. I'm in studio with...
2: Jennifer Valentine.
1: She's my co-host. I am. And, uh, and we've got author and Reiki master and uh, yoga instructor and designer, Dana Saba.
3: How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank you, Dana. Thank you so much for, for coming in and having this conversation with us. Um, you wrote Mr. Dak, which is the first book in the Honeydew series. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called The Tale of a Special Turtle. Mr. Dak is your grandfather who passed away. Yes. How long ago did he pass away now? Um, five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. And I was just saying that, you know, Jen and I can relate. Jen lost both her parents. Hmm. I lost my dad. Um And grandparents
2: years. are very special. Yeah. They're really special to To, to kids, yeah. yes.
3: How old so was cool. he? He was eighty two. But he acted like he was, you know, twenty two. right? Yeah. How, yeah. how did he yeah. pass, if you don't mind me asking? He it was actually um pretty sudden. He was a little bit of a hypochondriac. So his health was always a really big deal to him. But yeah. he uh, wasn't feeling so well. My mm-hmm. mom and my sister decided, you know what, maybe you should go on a little detox. We're healthy. But he liked his sugar and his coffee, you know, things huh. like that. So they yeah. just wanted to eliminate it. Uh, he found out that he had cancer, um, colon cancer, and it was kind of really sudden he took that really hard he ended up having a stroke and passing away uh, a week later so it was really yeah it was really so because of the
2: cancer he he got a stroke from the stress yeah of it all. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, and I have to say that March is colon cancer awareness month. So, you know, go and get checked. Yes, especially please. if you're over the age of fifty or if it runs in your family. Yes. Mm-hmm. They give you tests now, but people are so afraid to get
3: no I think co-
2: their colon checked, especially older men. Yes, do but it. do it. Because yeah.
1: if you catch it early, um, you know what? It's a really good thing that's what my father passed away of I'm sorry yeah, th- colon yeah. cancer and at the time uh Samantha was four mm-hmm. Liliana was two and Lily was like best friends with my dad yeah um and I was six months pregnant with Marcus and it was the hardest thing to go through and so when I got this book I'm flipping through it and I'm just like oh my god I was just like reading things about your grandfather I'm like that was my dad mm-hmm. that was my dad that was my dad and it was great because This is the stuff that I talk to my kids about. They were so young and so little. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do we talk to our children about death? You know, because like you said, Dana, it is like a taboo type of topic, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so some parents, they like to shelter their kids and they don't really, you know, talk about it and sweep it under the rug. Right. We were really upfront and honest. And at the ages of like four and two, like how much do they really get and understand? But I have to say, they really got it. And I think too, because in that last month, uh, you know, that my dad was here, we were with him every single day. Yeah, The kids were by his side in the hospital when we brought him back home. Mm -hmm. We were all there when he passed away. Um, But how do we talk to, to kids about this stuff? Like, Jen, what did you do? Like... How hard was that conversation that you had with with your kids?
2: It Was a really hard conversation, you know, very similar to the book that he'll always be with us. And I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And um you know that uh, this is what happens. This is we all So die. you were
1: really you were really honest with them. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't you didn't you didn't like No. Nope. No. Well they they saw
2: like their granddad you know fight cancer for Yeah, it was cancer. Yeah, as well. yeah but yeah. it was an um undiagnosed cancer. Meaning we're trying to find where the source, the source was, was, and mm-hmm. we couldn't, you know. And he did get a colonoscopy. He did all these things, but the source was never found. So that means it's harder when you to do treat, a chemo. right. And basically, he was given, um, you know, the bad news right from the very beginning, saying that this is not treatable because we do not know where it's coming from. And it was in the stomach area, but we couldn't find the main source. So it originally, he did have bladder cancer. They said it didn't come from the bladder, but... Um, but we always think, we, we think it did, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe it metastasized or something, but he did have bladder cancer that was treated. You know, you go in um, with, with bladder cancer and you get it scraped. Right. And um, and unfortunately, he got it somewhere else that we didn't know. So we were dealing with it for a long time. So the kids, even though they were prepared, it was a really difficult thing to come home that morning from the hospital and the kids woke up and we just sat them down and and we told them and they handled it completely differently. You know, Georgia was a mess, just a mess. And Jackson being always trying to be that strong person yeah. was fighting back those tears. And that was almost harder to see him trying so hard not because to cry. Because Jackson is your older one. Yeah, yeah. And trying to be a man, you know. And yeah, and, um, and that was really tough. But you could see how much it hurt them. And how much they, they, they're they so close to him, right? He was over every day. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a part of our family. He took care of the kids all the time because my mom wasn't around. My dad was always there, and just a fifteen minute drive. So
1: and grandparents like Dana. They're I know that you were super close with your your grandfather. You know what I mean? Like they're they love their grandkids.
2: Yes,
1: love, you know, like just go crazy more so than their own children. They spoil <laughs> them rotten. Yes, <laughs> that's their job as grandparents. You know, and I'm just like you know, reading through the book. I'm like. When I first got it I was like this is great this is awesome this is something that celebrates that person right. and their life yes and helps especially if you know you have little ones that are going through something yeah you know that helps them understand and it's at their level yeah you know right. um so Dana when you were writing this um you obviously were doing it with the thought of your unborn nephew yes And then you said that you introduced... Or you gave him the book when he was two. No, two months. Two months. Sorry, that's right. Two months.
3: Um, And now how old is he? He's four. He's four. So he knows all about... He does. Oh, I love to listen to him talk about Mr. Jack. I actually told him that I was going to be here today. And he's like, what do you mean you're talking about Mr. Jack? Where is he? He should do. That's what we we say in in Arabic, should do. Um, But from... The time he was born, since the time I gifted him with the book, um, whether it be my sister or my brother-in-law, they read it to him almost every night. He learned how to read. I have these videos of him saying every last word of the page <laughs> when he so is so sweet. so young. But now he has such an understanding. People have passed since that, and he has such an understanding that this person was here. They made a mark on on your life in some way, and now they have. They've moved on. And just because they're physically not here, that doesn't mean that you that you lose this spiritual or emotional connection with them. They are really a guide to us, whether they're here physically or not. And just listening to, you know, when it um, will rain outside and he hears the thunder, it's like, oh, uh, Jiddu's up there. I hear him. And, you know, we had an aunt that passed away. And, and when that happened, he... He put two and two together, and he's like, "Oh, okay, so uh, Aunt Heather is now with Jiddu, and they're together again." You know, and I thought, that "You is know what? Sweet. If children are so innocent, you know, they it, as we grow, this conversation about how do we speak to kids about it, mm-hmm. it's I I think it always starts with how do we speak to ourselves about it? You know, are do we are we afraid of it? Uh, are we very open about talking about it? Whether it be you know for ourselves or the people around us i was always really uncomfortable speaking about it um so you know knowing that there could just be this open dialect about it and or dialogue and and really start to be genuine in our in our feelings about it
2: what a beautiful tribute to your grandfather. And, you know, um, it's just so special to pass on his memory like this because you're saying, you know, the great grandchildren who do not know him. Mm-hmm. They know him. They feel they like do. he was still around. And I feel that way with my mom because my kids never met my mother. right? You know, my mother passed away long before I was even married. So I pass on things like photos and memories just stories stories, you know and I think that my daughter has a photo of my mother in her room and she feels that connection absolutely although she never met her well we are talking death and we're talking our
1: kids and how to help them deal and cope with it as well as ourselves as parents so stick around don't go anywhere because this is the parenting show right here on global news radio 640 toronto
0: Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I've got my co-host joining me, Jennifer Valentine. Jen... We're here with Dana. We are. She's the author of this wonderful children's book called Mr. Dak, uh, The Tale of a Special Turtle. And he is a special turtle, and he's the cutest turtle ever.
2: (laughs) Very special. Adorable.
1: And it's a book that, Dana, you wrote in memory of your grandfather um, and dedicated to your nephew, Pierce, even before he was born. Yes. And you gave it to him when he was two months old. I did. And we're talking about death and... Our kids and how to help them understand, deal, cope, especially when us as parents, like we're mourning and grieving as well, right? It's 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 pretty. It's not it's an easy time. thing to do. Um, so, Dana, you talk about the whole spiritual side of things, and you're also like a Reiki master, mm-hmm. and you're also a yoga instructor. Um, so you're you're in tune with that that side of the world. Right. <laughs> if you want to say that, right? Um, and so you mentioned that your nephew Pierce. He's made the connection and he is because you guys had the conversation with him and conversations, I guess, that open dialogue um, right from the beginning about death and after death and and, you know, what happens and and what happened with your grandfather. He was able to make that connection Mm -hmm. to say, okay, so Auntie Heather passed away. Well, now she's going to be with him and Mm -hmm. they're going to be together again. And I think for a child to say that at such a young age, Mm -hmm. like, Wow. And a, it's incredible. And a lot of parents I know, they want, don't want to bring up the topic of death at all with their kids. Yeah. Jen, you said that you, you spoke openly with your kids. I did as well. And my kids are totally, they're like, yep, yeah, Nono is in heaven. And I remember this and I remember that. And tell me another story. Yes. They all have pictures of him in, in their room. Um, Marcus, who never met him because I was six months pregnant with him when my dad passed. Um, he knows, he knows my dad. He will point him out in the room Mm -hmm. because we have pictures everywhere. He will point him out and say, that's no, no. And he could tell you all kinds of stuff. And I think that that is a beautiful thing because we're keeping their memory alive. Right. And they're not scared. Um, there are, like I said, there are parents who do, aren't ready for that conversation. And it's happened where at school, um, My girls may mention heaven or, and we go to a Catholic school, brought up Roman Catholic, they may mention heaven or death. And then I get, you know, a call or a mom sees me in the playground at pickup and is like, oh, so your kid was talking to my kid about death. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. Like, Jen, has that ever happened? Where like. Yeah. I don't know if it's because my kids are so young. So like, you know, they're well, in that's kindergarten. The thing. If, you, and- if you
2: don't talk to your kids, they will find out from somebody else. And then they'll get scared and then they might come home and they might say, you know, I'm afraid. And then you explain it. Because that's happened with Jackson when he was really, really young. You know, like he, he was really upset and thinking about it. I think we all think about that as a kid because yeah. you can't comprehend it. Absolutely. You know, when you say, oh, that's a long time away. Or, you know, you try to make them feel better. Um, but eventually you're going to have to talk to them about it right
1: it is a part of life but dana what kind of tips and advice like would you have for parents maybe trying to open up that door of communication with their child when it comes to death
3: well like i mentioned it's it does start with the adult i think and and learning how to um, understand your own feelings about it. You kind of have to practice what you preach, in a sense, really, because I mean, you might—it's—it's it's, may be true that your child is actually helping you too through this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to open up to your child and just putting it out there. Let's not let's not assume anything. Just tell me how you feel about it. Opening this dialogue, um, it came to me right now. But have you seen the movie Coco? Yes. Oh man. Oh, Isn't I that died. A beautiful?
1: Did you watch that, Jen? No, yeah, it's a about? must.
3: It's a Disney it's movie about death. Yeah, <laughs> and the memory of the person that that lives on, and how it's you know truly just passed on I and have passed goosebumps down. Thinking about I it, I love that movie. That was such an incredible. So this this has kind of been in. I can say from my nephew's point of view or my nephews, uh, from. The time that they were born this conversation this openness which kind of leads to other things but just you know finding finding tools to talk about it even if it is a movie or um i always like to keep that dialogue so you know telling stories showing photos just like yes. you're saying placing these things so it's not so taboo or it's not so secretive you know you, you want this memory to to go on you want even for yourself, you yes. shared beautiful moments with this with this person that has now passed on. But um, I think that it's really important to kind of not not shelter yourself and your own expression. Just like Jen, you were saying, your your son was fighting back the tears, mm-hmm. but just giving him that that, that okay, yeah, that yeah. invitation to just say, you know what, feel exactly the way that you feel. If it is, you're fine with it, and you think that this is, you know just life and you want to flow with it or if it's something that's really hard why you know talk about that just having that that comfort of allowing yourself to express I think from a child's point of view you know they're so innocent they feel what they want they say what they want and the story but then as we as we grow up, it's kind of, you know, these conditionings start to happen. We start to say, you know, maybe we shouldn't feel that way. Your son is saying, I'm I'm supposed to be a man. I'm yeah. not supposed to feel this way. Uh, but this person is so incredibly important to me. I mm-hmm. really feel a loss and I don't even, I can't even express it fully. But, you know, as a, as a parent or as an, a guardian, you just want to really give a clean slate right. and ask the questions, what does this person mean to you? How did they make you feel? How does this right now? What do you feel right now? But then always welcoming this idea, and that's what I wanted to highlight in the book, that even though you have this kind of, you feel separated, you feel a little bit lost, you have this connection always there, always with you. I, you know, from a spiritual point of view, I really feel, um, I actually lost my, my father too when I was 18, and it's actually the anniversary uh, this week. And, um, and so you know you're we're always gonna experience this and I think the first time is really shocking Um, but there's so much there's so much that comes with it and every time is different it's so true and I think that one of the things like you're saying
1: there's things that we can do whether it's telling stories or looking back at pictures Um, there are so many different tools and even mindfulness activities that we can do. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to go through some of those with Dana right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
0: You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
1: This is The Parenting Show. It's Sunday night. And I am Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And we've got Jennifer Valentine, my beautiful co-host joining me. And we've got Dana Saba, our special guest in studio today. We are talking about death. I know it sounds like really, ugh, um, but it all depends on how you are brought up and the conversations mm-hmm. you have around it, right? Right. Um, and your outlook on, on death. Listen, I don't know about you, Jen, but I've always been scared of death.
2: Of course, everybody is. Right? Everybody is.
1: um, And just even wondering like, okay, you know, when I die, am I going to heaven? Am I going to be reunited with all these people again? Like it's just like all the unknown, right? Growing up Roman Catholic, you know, you're brought up to believe that, okay, well, you're going to go to heaven and you will be reunited once again with your loved ones who have passed on before you. And so I really... I really thought it was important to, to have you on today Dana to talk about this stuff because there's a lot of parents that that um, will reach out to me via social media and they'll see my posts about my dad and they'll be like I totally understand or what you wrote is exactly what I'm feeling Pina because I just lost a parent like last week or it's been 20 years or whatever it may be and and that grieving process it's not something that it's like there's not a time limit on it. No. No.
3: Right? Like it's. I actually just read an article about that. How how grief we give ourselves a timeline. Like by by this time, I should feel yeah. okay with it. I should <laughs> nope. be over it. But grief is like this ongoing thing. And then when you just learn how to cope, uh, yeah, when you learn how to cope and just accept it when it comes. I feel like it comes in waves. You know, mm-hmm. there's certain yeah. times where you feel the presence, and then you you're okay. And then you're just you're something something about it. You're something triggers it. it. Yeah, it's triggers, yeah, it's a song. It's a scent.
1: It's um a TV commercial, like it's the smallest things. It's looking up at the sky, and seeing the light, like oh, the I ray love that of light, like yeah. just you know, and you're that's like, "That's my favorite." Right? Yeah. So there are all these little things, and like, um, it triggers it, and it makes you think of that
3: person. I think that's meant to be, actually. Yes, truly, I I really think that we are so connected, and there's an awareness around it, and if you really. If that's something that you welcome into your life, these connections, then there are markers that, you know, this idea that they're still around, they're still with us is very true. Mm-hmm. Yes, Completely I believe true. that. I believe it. I believe it. I believe in signs and all of
1: that. And um, so
2: when my dad first passed away, we had a photo of him up above the piano. And I kid you not, it it would, fall. It would turn mm. every day and I would I would realign it. And I'd say to my husband, I go, the picture turns every day. I go, he's here. And my husband said, don't be silly. He goes, I'll put a piece of tape around it and tape it to the wall. I said, don't you dare. <laughs> <And> <laughs> but you wanted this, to move. of wanted attention. I wanted it to move. <laughs> yes. He's like, I'm going to put a tape there and stick it up to the wall so it doesn't move anymore. I'm like, don't you touch it. No. That photo had never moved. Um, and it moved every day for, oh, I'm going to say... Gosh, and like it wasn't. I don't even think it was every day. It was every like I'd look over, and it would be turned, and I'd straighten it. It turned, and I straightened. He straighten just wanted it. your attention. He wanted my attention, and then one day it never moved again. And it, and it hasn't in a very long time. And that was right after he passed away. You're going to go home tonight. Is it going to be moved? <laughs> yeah, I swear. I yeah, know. Like I was <laughs> better call people me. around the house. Did you move that photo? Yeah. Did somebody should <laughs> move that photo? But no, it, has, it hasn't moved in, in in years now. But uh, but
1: it's so true. And the stuff, I'm very spiritual as well. And I am um, a Reiki practitioner. Yes. I have my level one and level two. Um, not a master yet. Um, but I think that it's really, if if you, you know, you're open to that spiritual side of things, those signs if you welcome them you would be shocked and surprised yeah often I need advice I talk to my dad and uh, he comes to me through music and so the next song that we'll play will be the answer that I need right or I'll just say let me know that you're here and then I'll hear Foo Fighters My Hero and then I'll hear I heard like Father of Mine which is an Everclear song and I'm like okay well that was just, that was not a coincidence. No. You are no. here with me. Of course. Um, what about some tools and mindfulness activities that we
3: can do with our kids? So I love how you just said that you that you still connect. You speak to your father and he comes to you in song. So one of the things that I, um, I, I had to learn through my own grieving, but um, actually communication is a beautiful thing, you know, writing, writing a beautiful letter, explaining to them, you know, just connect or visualizing, going through old photos, things like that, where you're just, you're taking the time to acknowledge that they're around you, putting things up around your house, speaking about it and, you know, just be playful with it. There are no, there is no right or wrong in this way of, um, you know, trying to understand your connection and from a spiritual point of view just being really open to the signs really so for children you know watching a movie like Coco and then maybe sitting and talking about it it's really open ended or having them write or draw a really beautiful photo of, of their loved yes. one um, sitting and maybe allowing them to tell you a story I think that I kind of use my book as an example but write your own you know, write your own story. I wanted this to be a way for people to to think of like really quick uh, memories about them. Do you mind if I steal your farting page, because... please? Fart away, <laughs> guys! I'm not even kidding. The
1: farting page is my favorite <laughs> page. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, but we will be back with Dana Saba right here on the Parenting Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto.
0: You're listening to the Parenting Show. With Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It's Sunday evening, and you are tuned in with us here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca.
2: Jennifer Valentine's sitting right beside you. She's right here all the time. I love it. Kind of across from you, beside you, across. Yeah, sort of like we got eye contact. We do
1: all the time, and uh, and our special guest in studio, she's author Dana Saba. She's also a Reiki master and a yoga instructor, and she wrote Mister Dak, the Tale of a Special Turtle, and he's the cutest turtle. He's adorable. It's a great, he's cute children's book, and it talks about um, her grandfather who passed away, and it was written for your nephew, mm-hmm. who was not even born at the time. He wasn't. And um, and so we're talking about death, and we're talking about how to open that, I guess, dialogue with our kids, um, and the importance of like just being open and honest that when it comes to to death.
2: Yeah.
1: And Dana, when we were off air, you had mentioned um, why don't we do a meditation? Why not? So I thought that that'd be fun. Sure. And this is something that I think that all of you guys listening at home um, can probably take and and do with. With your kids or alone, um, because it can't hurt, right? So definitely not. Okay, so so Jen, you ready? I'm ready. Dana's gonna walk us through a meditation. Yep. Okay, okay, let's do it. Dana, we close okay. our okay. eyes. Yes, yeah. please.
3: Okay, okay, so if you're
2: driving, don't do this. Don't do it.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> okay, Maybe just later. wanted to like. Take. You know. don't want to cause any accidents. Take a you note. <laughs> No, don't even. <laughs> okay, please. Okay. All right, I'm okay. closing my eyes. Okay, so closing your eyes, getting into a really comfortable seat taking a nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your nose. Feeling yourself, feeling the stillness around you. I want you to imagine there's a beautiful white light entering your crown at the top of your head and that white light all around you. Now if there's someone who has passed in your own life, I want you to visualize them in whatever way that they come up. Imagine their beautiful smile, their presence. And I want you to just, whatever comes to you, whatever comes from your heart, maybe share a little message with them. Or just sit in silence. When we take the time to just notice where we are and those who are guiding us, whether they are physically here or have passed on. It's just this awareness, this alignment that we have. Sharing a quick I love you, coming back to where you are, taking a nice deep breath in and out. Feeling their presence for the rest of the day or whenever you need them, whenever you miss them, whenever... You need to call upon them, knowing that you can just visualize them, feel them, write to them, and sharing the same experience with your children. Coming back to where you are, slowly opening up your eyes. Okay, well, I'm
1: not
2: crying at all, Jen. (laughs) You're crying. Holy smokes. That was beautiful. Thank you, Dana. Thank
1: you for having me. If you are tuning in now, you can listen back to the show where I'm not crying (laughs) (laughs) on our (laughs) podcast, which we will have on Global News Radio 640 Toronto's uh, website. So 640toronto.com. We will also post it on our parenting show Facebook page at facebook.com slash the parenting show. And, um, yeah, you can listen to it on, on iTunes and all the other places you can get podcasts. But before we go, I just want to let you guys know that we are also giving away five copies yes. of the book on our Facebook page. So be sure to go hit up facebook.com slash the parenting show. Click like, right, Jen? Yep. Show us some love. And um and look for the pinned post because we're gonna give them away on the uh, on the Facebook page. Thank you so much, Dana. If people want to
3: find you, where can they find you? They can go to my website. It's just danasaba.co, C-O. Uh, my Instagram, same thing, or email me, Dana at Co. Oh my gosh. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. I am going to go get <laughs> some tissue
1: now. Just a awesome. Tissue. Ah. And that's it for us. We will catch you guys next week, right, Jen? We will. Same time same beautiful. place. Yep. Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the parenting show.